0: Hi, I'm Casey Sharperson, international speaker, brand strategist, and author of the book Dream, Build, Repeat: Harness Fear to Confidently Pursue Your Biggest Dreams. Here on the Dream, Build, Repeat podcast, you'll find honest conversations on how to build the successful, joy-filled life of your dreams through both strategy and inspiration. We'll talk about faith, business, career, and everything in between. Ultimately, I want you to know that you're not alone. You don't have to have it all figured out, and that your dreams are valid. I believe that you're here for a reason, and I. I'm so glad you are. Let's go. All right, so I'm going to be real. This episode is going to be one that has a trigger warning, okay? Trigger warning because it's going to be real, raw, and honest. It's the only way I know how to be. (laughs) But this particular topic I know is going to trigger some people. And the topic today is how to become your biggest fan instead of your harshest critic. This is something that I've gotten progressively better at over time in theory, but I also think that there are times where I catch myself being super critical, just extra critical for no reason, and it's mostly because I think it comes from a good place of, you know, wanting to improve and want to be wanting to be better than Another version of yourself or better than before, right? And I'm all about personal improvement, self improvement. But what happens when that self improvement, when that personal improvement turns toxic? I already see, I I said it was going to be a trigger warning. (laughs) What happens when your need to be better than who you were before turns toxic? And I feel like I see that type of content online, on social media, all the time, where it's just like, you know, you've got to be better, 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 you've got to grow, 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 grow. But I often wonder, in the midst of that growing, is it possible that we skip out and miss out on the goodness that is happening in that moment, right? Like, what does contentment look like when you're striving to be better, I can't even say that I'm going to answer that specific question in this episode, but it is something to think through and it is something to consider. I can remember going to a work potluck and I know everybody has mixed opinions and feelings about work potlucks, but I was working at this job and they had this Thanksgiving potluck, right? And so you could bring anything from an entree to sides to desserts. And I think that's it. I don't think you could bring, you know, drinks or plates. All that stuff was provided. So you kind of had these categories of things that you could bring. And Because I was commuting and, you know, doing all these different things, I never really had the energy or the desire to make big, fancy meals for myself, right? And especially, I did not have the desire to do it for a bunch of coworkers, (laughs) am I right? So I decided, based on, you know, the sign-up sheet, I said, I'll bring dessert, it's easy, but also, I'm a little bit bougie when it comes to my desserts. I don't actually love store bought desserts. I know. I'm, like I said, I'm slightly bougie. I prefer a homemade treat. <laughs> and so, because I prefer a homemade treat, I decided to do a homemade treat. And I am known for my brownies. People love the brownies that I make, they're incredible. But I decided, you know, I'm just going to take it up a notch because anybody can do brownies. I want to do something a little fancier. These are the things that I'm telling myself. And quite frankly, I probably should have had the beginning of this episode at the time. Like I should have listened to this before I made this decision of like trying to be better and, and trying to do more than what I already knew worked and people enjoyed. So I start looking up recipes and things to make that were of course easy, inexpensive, and would taste good. And I have also made some really excellent cookies in my day, so I said, oh, I found out about this thing called a brookie, and if you've ever heard of a brookie, it's basically like, or if you've never heard of a brookie, it's a brownie and a cookie that are smushed together and they're cooked together, so it's really this incredible, decadent treat. And I thought, I've made cookies before, they've turned out good, I've made brownies before, they've turned out good, so if I just put them together, a brookie should be super easy, delicious, and nobody else is going to bring it. So this is my plan. I said, okay, look up the easiest recipe possible. Y'all, when I tell you it's the easiest thing possible, that's what it was. Okay, I wasn't even making the cookies from scratch. I was making the brownies, but I didn't even make the cookies from scratch. And so I am following the instructions to a T because I'm also that type of person. You've heard my last episodes or previous episodes where I've talked about perfectionism, right? So I decide this is a fail-proof way to make a dessert bring it to the potluck. Everybody's going to be wowed. So you know where this is going. I follow the instructions to a tee, put them in the oven. They start smelling great. Pull them out the oven. They're hideous, like so ugly. And I'm mad because they don't look like the picture. I follow the instructions to a tea. So now I have this decision to make as I'm looking at this pan of brookie wannabes. I'm like, I cannot bring these into the office because they look ugly, like very real here. I said, these look ugly. I can't bring them in. So I'm looking at the pan and I am seriously considering tossing the whole thing out. Now I tasted them. They tasted fine, but they looked terrible. So I'm like, well, this isn't exactly how it's supposed to look. You know, they didn't cook exactly how I wanted them to. They're edible. They don't taste bad, but I'm not wowed by them. So I'm going back and forth around the idea of like, just do I toss this whole thing into the trash? Go buy something from the store. So I'm really, really, y'all, when I tell you I'm struggling with this, I'm struggling. But then it's getting later and later. And I finally say, Casey, you're being a bit dramatic. Like just bring them in. They taste fine. Put a disclaimer that says they look ugly, but they taste great. So that's my plan. I take them to the office and um, one of my coworkers as we were sitting around and you know everybody's milling about getting their food things like that and one of my coworkers and I started talking and I hadn't really talked to him that much just you know we worked on different teams and we didn't have too much overlap with our work and you know we were talking about what we brought and what we made and I was like yeah I mean they they look really bad but they taste okay I think and I was really down on them And he looked at me and he says, are you always this critical of yourself? And I paused and I was like, first of all, um, why are you coming for me, sir? (laughs) Like, and I was like, well, what do you, huh? Like, and I was, when I tell you I was so thrown off because this is what happened. It's not like I sat in front of him and I said, these taste terrible, don't eat them. I just like wasn't very excited about them. I told him that they didn't turn out the way I wanted them to and all that. Meanwhile, he's trying to tell me, you know, that they taste good and like it's fine. But his question of, "Are you always this critical of yourself?" really nicked my heart. Like it hit something in my soul, and I had to think about it and I said, "Oh my gosh, how often do I do this? How often am I making assumptions about how people will perceive something? How often am I willing to throw out something that's good just because it didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted it to? And um, is this a toxic behavior, right? And so this was several years ago, probably three at this point, and every time I go to think critically or give super critical harsh advice to myself, I think about that and And it's still something, and you'll even hear this in in a future episode where I'm interviewing a friend of mine and and we talk about this of of comparison, right? Like, how does comparison show up in the work that we do? How does comparison show up in the food that we make and the relationships that we have and all of those different items, right? And so, as you think through, you know, how to become your biggest fan instead of your harshest critic, this is an idea that is necessary to really begin to master and to hone in on as you grow in your business, as you grow in your, the workplace and your career, right? Because if other people can see how critical you are of yourself, that's going to stifle your growth. It's going to stifle the relationships that you have. It's going to stifle you as a whole, right? And so it's important that Every time you have that thought of, I want to be extra critical, I want to throw this whole pan of brownies away, (laughs) I want you to take a moment, take a beat, and think about the things that went well. Like, think about the things that work, think about the things that are healthy, profitable about this particular thing, right? And so for me, the Brookies tasted good, they just didn't look the, the way I wanted them to. And when I tell you it could be something so minor, it like it's you've just got to be real with yourself, right? So number one, definitely think through what went well. And the next thing, the second thing that you should do is really think through how you are comparing yourself against something else, and is that a healthy comparison? So I've already referred to an episode that's going to come out next week, actually, where I have a conversation with my friend Drew and you'll hear now, if you listen to this first, you're going to hear it come up in the, in the conversation. And I made reference to a project that I was working on and how I just wasn't excited about it. You know, it came out and my friends were like, are you even happy about this? Because you don't seem excited. You've been working on this for so long and you don't seem excited at all. And my response and my mental space at the time was, well, this doesn't feel very impressive to me because everybody I know does this or everybody I know has already done this. So anytime you begin to compare yourself, the projects that you're working on, where you are in your career, where you are in your relationships, is going to suck all of the joy out of the thing that you're experiencing right now. And this, I hear it often. Anytime I'm coaching someone and they say, well, I want to be making this amount of money by now. And, you know, why don't I have all these clients yet? And why haven't I sold out my event yet? And why, when somebody posts the exact same thing that I post, they get so many more likes than me. And all of these things might sound vain, you know, to somebody who's listening. It may sound vain to you, but it's very real. And we often compare ourselves and it can come across as being extra critical of ourselves. And it's imperative to think through, am I being critical of myself in this way because I'm comparing where I am? To where I want to be, or where I am to where I'm going, or where I am to where somebody else is. And in either case, it's not profitable for you in the moment. So instead of thinking critically, again, we're going to think positively, we're going to speak positively about the things that we're working on, and then we're also going to sit in a space of gratitude. Because when you sit in a space of gratitude, for where you've been and where you're going, that's when you, be, you can begin to appreciate the work that you've done, the work that you're going to do, and how people receive your work. So hopefully you don't have a brookie incident like I did, but I had to take a step back and just appreciate the fact that people enjoyed the brookies. They enjoyed the brownie cookies (laughs) and that's that. Whether it came out the way that I wanted it to, it had an impact. And whether or not the scale is where I wanted it to be or the visuals were where I wanted it to be, it still had an impact. And in the end, that's what's most important. When we do work, when we put things out into the world, when we put our heart and soul into something, did it make an impact positively in at least one person's life? If the answer is yes, it was worth it. And even if you don't feel the impact, even if somebody doesn't come to you and they don't, and they don't tell you, wow, this blog post really impacted me. Wow. This podcast episode really impacted me. Wow. This report that you did was incredible. It made my life so much easier. Whether or not somebody says that to you, the fact that you were obedient to the call that is on your life, which is to produce, as long as you produced, that should make you happy. That's really important. So that should make you happy. The fact that you produced something is powerful. So I encourage you at this moment to think about the positive impacts that you've had already in what you've done, what you've produced, what you've created, because that's really the key on how you can become your biggest fan instead of your harshest critic. I hope that was impactful for you. I hope that it was helpful for you. And I hope that you enjoy the Brookies (laughs) that you experience in life. Let me know what you are now appreciative of in your life that you were previously critical of. So I would love to hear that from you and would love to hear how this has impacted you as well. Chat soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Did you know that all the resources mentioned today can be found in the show notes on CaseySharperson.com podcast. That's a great place for you to connect with me and the incredible guests that you get to meet on the show. Then make sure that you subscribe anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. That way you'll never miss an episode. If you happen to have iTunes, could you do me a quick favor and leave a review? It'll take just 30 seconds and it would mean so much to me. I also want to invite you to share this episode with anyone, and I do mean anyone, who needs a little encouragement, motivation, or clarity as they pursue their big dreams. You never know how that simple act can change someone's day. These are just two quick and easy ways to get this message out to more and more people around the world. Until next time, make sure to go after your dreams. I believe in you, and the world needs your brilliance.